Welcome to the Lifestyle Investor Podcast. Imagine being able to earn passive income, build long-term wealth, while gaining total freedom from your business or job. That's what lifestyle investing is all about. I'm your host, Justin Donald, and in less than two years, my investments drove enough passive income for both my wife and me to quit our jobs. And now, I want to show you how to do the same. I want to teach you how to create wealth without creating a job. You'll learn the exact same investment strategies I use to multiply my net worth to over eight figures all before the age of 40. If you want to learn all about low-risk cash flow investing, achieve financial freedom, and live the life you truly desire, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do it. Many people grapple with limiting beliefs around their potential. They play small. They let fear hold them back from what's truly possible. Today's guest, Jason Dries, is an expert who shows entrepreneurs how to shatter those invisible barriers, paving the way for them to 10x their businesses, all by shifting their mindset. Jason is a performance coach and CEO of Jason Dries Coaching, who's dedicated his career to helping entrepreneurs and high net worth individuals overcome mental obstacles to success. With a track record spanning 23 years and over 10,000 coaching sessions, Jason's influence has been a consistent beacon of transformation and motivation in the lives of individuals and companies he encounters. In this episode, you'll learn why most people fail to hit their goals and how to get in alignment with your target, take action, and succeed faster than ever the biggest reasons people play small, and how to overcome the limiting beliefs holding you back from unlocking your full potential, and how to teach your kids the value of money and empower them with a strong financial mindset. One more thing before we get to today's interview. Jason has something special for Lifestyle Investor Podcast listeners. He's offering up the Do the Impossible Quick Start mini course, which is his proven blueprint to go big and do the impossible. Inside, he shares the same tools he used to grow his business 10x in four months. Through this 10-step quick start, you will get access to decades of experience packaged into two transformative hours. Not only that, but his team is offering complimentary coaching sessions to any listener who wants to set impossible goals. To get access to this gift, visit lifestyleinvestor.com forward slash 144. Thanks for listening, and without further delay, my conversation with Jason Dries. What's up, Jason? So good to have you on the show. Excited to be here, Justin. Yeah, this is fun because we met at a really kind of like special, we'll call it like fancy high-end dinner that Brandon Turner put on and invited a handful of guests to where he flew out this company from Maui to do this unbelievable wood fire cooking of different meats, different like, I'll even call it exotic meat, and just all kinds of fun sides and and experiences outside with this gorgeous landscape with a home that had a pool shaped like a guitar. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So cool. So it's good to come full, full circle. 
Yeah, I remember that was an that was an amazing dinner out there. So you and I, we connected pretty well because you were one of the first people I met there that day. And and Brandon's like, you gotta meet Jason. Jason's so awesome. Yeah. Jason's my coach. He's been my coach for years. And I'm like, well, what does the great Brandon Turner need coaching on? I thought you had it all figured out, buddy. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, no, man, you know, Jason's been here every step of the way. So I thought it'd be fun to bring you on the show and and talk a little bit about your path and what you're doing and what your unique gifts are, because I think they can benefit so many people. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, everybody can use a coach, right? So it's been fun to watch Brandon. I think we're on five years now of coaching. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you're right. Everyone needs a coach. So one thing that I've learned is that I perform better in all areas of my life when I have a coach for an area of my life. And so I've got a coach right now. I generally have a coach every year. Uh, Sometimes it's, you know, an entrepreneurial coach. Sometimes it's a marketing coach. Uh, Sometimes, you know, when I wrote my book, I wanted people in my like corner that actually knew how to do that and knew how to help me extrapolate information that's kind of stuck in my head. I think it's really important to have a fitness coach. So the list goes on and on, but you kind of specialize as a mindset coach. And I'd love to talk about this and and how you even got into it in the first place and how you elevated your business and your expertise to the level that you could land big name clients like Brandon Turner and many others. Yeah, mindset is... It's funny to call myself a mindset coach and actually a leading mindset coach, right? Because some of the techniques I've discovered are passing Tony Robbins type contents because I actually started as a Tony Robbins coach. Okay. That's how I started. Yeah. Well, I love Tony. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. had a tremendous impact in my life. I've taken every program and been part of every course he's ever done from the participant level to the manager coaching level, the leadership team, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. I've gone through everything one time as a participant, one time as a leader coach. And then now I get to go to any of the events that I want to as a a senior leader. Oh, you're senior leadership, Robbins. Okay. Yeah. So you were definitely in the trenches there. Yeah. So I learned a ton and I I feel like I'm just so much further ahead because of having gone through his programs. And I think that's a great place to start. I think a lot of people would gain a lot of clarity kind of like just taking action and signing up with someone on their team there, but, or just going to the event, starting in an immersion fashion. But I do think it's nice to to pair immersion with some sort of consistent cadence of coaching and accountability. And you kind of take it to another level. And I'd love to delve into that. Yeah. Well, if you want to know how I started, actually, I, I started my first company in 2006, 2008, and I was making race car driver cooling suits, actually. Whoa. We were in the pits at Daytona, put in like trying to cool off drivers and cars that were 140 degrees, you know, back when I knew very little about running businesses and made some silly mistakes. But I hired a Tony Robbins coach in 2010, 2012, go to, went to UPW, went to Date with Destiny. And one day my coach says, have you ever thought about becoming a coach? And it was like I got struck by lightning. Like literally my life changed that day. Six months later, I was invited to Tony Robbins coach training program. 2013, I'm on the team. 2014, I was the number one coach halfway through the year. And then I started to kind of evolve the coaching style beyond the Tony Robbins model. And I love Tony Robbins and I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for Tony Robbins. But what I started to realize is that my ability to create success for myself was, and because I really was trying to create success for my family 
and at the same time coaching. And I realized that my ability to create success had, had a lot to do with my ability to take action. And a lot of my ability to take action was based on my emotions around taking that action. And so I started to realize there was action I wanted to take and I didn't take. And when Tony Robbins would use state management tools where you make your move and you shift into a state and for those few moments you feel great, but I found that I kept going back to the other state because results-based coaching, which is the Tony Robbins style, which was how coaching started, is basically focusing on the action and the result. And when there's resistance to the movement, that coaching style forces action using leverage. What kind of dad are you going to be if you don't do it, right? So it forces misaligned action. And what I found for myself and most of my clients is we got average results. Certain personality types like high Ds, the A's, they love that. They soak it up. But a lot of styles, especially women, sometimes Tony is too masculine for a lot of women. And what I started to discover is that when you get in alignment with the target, the strategy becomes automatic, and it starts to flow. So it's actually progressed over the past like 10 years. And now I do what I call is alignment coaching. And so instead of focusing on like the individual action that you take to get what you want, it actually coaches on the mental operating environment because the strategies that our brain will think of come from the level of thinking we're operating from. So instead of kind of going down up, I figured out how to coach at the frequency level of the frame level, which then creates an aligned mindset and an aligned, aligned action. Oh, that's, that's really fascinating. And it's interesting because, so Brandon gave you the highest endorsement. And for those of you that haven't listened or, or watched the episode I did with Brandon Turner, go back and check that out or check out his you know, old podcast, Bigger Pockets, check out his new podcast and, and community, yeah. uh, Better Life. I sit on the board of Better Life and really just love spending time. So he and I had a strategy session just yesterday on some pretty cool opportunities and, and partnerships. But he's pretty critical of who he hires from like team members to coaches to he puts people through the ringer like it's it's hard to earn his trust. So I love that you have, you know, at least eclipse that. And I feel so good uh, having you and, and, and kind of featuring you to my community because of that. And, and you and I have had several exchanges now. And uh, I'm also excited because your kids are going to the same school that my daughter goes to, which is a dyslexia focused and centered school, which is really cool here in, in Austin called Ross and Saunders. So shout out to them because they're doing amazing things. But the more I get to know you and the more I learn, the more intrigued I am. So uh, so you're saying Tony Robbins is a lot more results driven, maybe a lot more masculine energy. I know that there's that big contrast between pain and pleasure, but you're going to get the best results when you inflict pain. There's a greater leverage on the pain side than there is on the pleasure side, meaning like yeah. if you do this, you'll get X reward or result. Or if you don't do this, this is how messed up your life's going to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so can you give some more nuance to um, kind of taking it to a, a next step, another level? And, and by the way, just for the record, I think there's good coaching out there and I think there's bad coaching. I think there are good coaches and bad coaches, but I think more than anything, there is it's not always as clear cut as good coach, bad coach. I think often it's what is the best coaching style for you right now in this moment or season of life? And so I would love to kind of hear how you elevate to a more results-oriented coaching style that isn't results-driven. 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, and that's a great clarity on coaching, right? Like I have four different coaches, right? So there's the coach for you at the different time. And sometimes coaches play different roles. And even a coach that you can say is a bad coach for you may actually have given you a gift you needed along the way, right? Because our journeys always go like this. So what I've discovered, it kind of goes back in 2019 when I was like working hard and grinding and grinding and grinding and nothing was working. And what actually happened is I hit the wall. I like literally didn't have a contract for six months. I'm like middle of 2019 finances were stretched. I'm like, this isn't working. I pushed as a coach for seven years. The dream is over. I got to go get a job. I literally quit. I go tell my wife, I cry. She was relieved that I was going to get a job. And then literally referrals start flowing in. And I'm like, what just happened? I haven't got a referral in months and I quit. And then four contracts come in the next month. And that's when I started to understand that success doesn't come from hard work. Success comes from alignment with success. And hard work increases your chances of getting into alignment with success, right? It's almost like when we get in the car, we don't just start driving for 10 minutes and then put in the navigation. We put in the navigation first. So most people, when they're starting their goal, they're not in alignment with the target. And so if we actually look at how success happens, let's look how we hit targets. There's times when we hit targets where where you're on fire. And I know, Justin, you've had times when you couldn't do no wrong and it was magical and flow and like, boom, what popped up? And there's times where you're maybe a year or two and nothing worked, right? We've had those, right? What's the difference, right? The difference is a flow. And this side here doesn't need accountability. It doesn't need purpose. It's naturally inspired action. This side over here out of alignment needs accountability focus because it's grinding, right? So, I like to operate this way. I don't like to operate this way. So what I've realized is that when you align people with the target, they will hit it faster because the action you take comes from your mind, right? Now, if your mind is in alignment with the target, it'll generate an action that works. If your mind is not in alignment, it'll generate an action that doesn't work. So the amount of flow or resistance you feel when you're focusing on the target is an indicator of alignment. Are you confident or doubtful? Positive emotion, negative emotion. And what I mean, when results-based coaching just immediately goes to the action piece. So what I've discovered is that the way we hit the target is we get the mindset into alignment with the target because when the mindset is in alignment with the target, it generates a strategy, boom, it's automatic. It's like the byproduct, right? So how do you shift the mindset? Well, the mindset comes from the frequency of you right? Like the thought patterns. If you're in a happy frequency, you'll have happy mindset, happy thoughts, happy action. If you're a sad frequency, you'll be in a sad mindset, sad thoughts, sad actions. So what I've discovered is living in a little bit from seventh grade science, right? We live in an attraction-based universe. Atoms are mostly energy. So whatever we are in alignment with, we will hit. But what happens most times is we're not in alignment at at the frame level because we have some form of doubt. I want to hit that big target but I have doubt that it can occur because I haven't done it before or I'm scared. So we end up operating with this frame level that's about 90% in alignment and 10% out of alignment. And then we're trying to figure out how to hit the target by finding strategies by looking at mentors. But mentor strategies don't always work because they may not be alignment with you. So instead of going from the top down, we shift from a frame and a mindset and action that's out of alignment into a frame that's in alignment, which immediately generates an aligned mindset and aligned action. So people say, Jason, I want to hire you as a coach. Are you going to do accountability? I'm like, no, I don't do accountability. They're like, what? You're not an accountability? No, you only need accountability when you're out of alignment. 
And in fact, I'd say probably 95% of my coaching calls, I don't have a client getting a clear action at the end of the call. Interesting. Yeah, that's different. Because when you're in alignment, you know exactly what to do. So I have figured out the subtle game of aligning people with what they want, and then the mindset is automatic. So it's all a byproduct of alignment instead of forcing the action up. Do you love the podcast and the book and wonder what the next step should be on your lifestyle investor journey? For a limited time, my team is doing free personalized consultation calls to learn more about your goals and determine which of our courses or masterminds will help you get to the next level. Whether that's to make your first investment or to create your first income stream of passive income, or whether that's to achieve ultimate financial freedom. If you'd like to reserve a spot, head over to lifestyleinvestor.com forward slash consultation to book a free strategy session while they're still available. Again, that's lifestyleinvestor.com forward slash consultation. It's interesting. I play two-on-two sand volleyball every week and, and often twice a week. And I've been playing for years. But one of my friends, Tim Francis, came and, and joined us. And then we were doing just a skills session after we played some two-on-two. And he's really good. He played college ball. And he said, when you are setting, you want to look at the pin and set towards the pin. Now, I've been playing for the longest time. I have never heard this before. And he's like, you have to aim, you get your body set, you got to turn it so it's in total alignment with a pin, and then you literally push in an upward motion so that the ball goes towards the pin. And then if you miss, you still have a clean shot and you don't miss in the wrong direction. You don't push too far that you have no no shot. So it's very similar hearing what you're talking about where it's it's exactly that. It's square up, get in alignment with the end result because once you do that, you have a lot more autopilot. It's almost like the byproduct falls inside the range more so than if you're aiming somewhere else. Yeah, and it works so much better. It, since I started coaching this way, and I wrote my book, Do the Impossible, about this process, like it's, my clients' results have just exploded. Now, so the thing is, it's like we want to start in alignment. And the other thing that, that opens most people's eyes when I say this is that I'm not helping people create success. They're like, what? No, no. What I'm doing is I'm removing their resistance to success occurring. So most of them are in a form of alignment, but they have some mental contradiction based on a past reference or a limiting belief or something. So basically, all the work that we do is we just remove those contradictions and then alignment happens just like that. Yeah. And you also said that you don't like to play small. So these targets are big targets, right? Well, yeah. Like, well, we live in an attraction-based universe right? You'll hit anything you're in alignment with. So you may as well aim at something impossible. But most people, that's scary, right? Like, isn't that your experience? Like they don't want to commit to it because they don't want to fail because then if they fail, they're not good enough. There's some form of rejection or like something out there where it's hard for humans. And I find this in myself sometimes, like I don't want to think too big, right? Well, yeah, there's a comfort zone. Right. And because your brain is cataloging everything that's gone into it every decade you've been alive and its job is to keep you breathing. Right. So there's this fear mechanism running. So people may have failed really big before their dad failed and it made an impact. So basically people are driving their car forward, staring in the rearview mirrors. 
Mm. Right. So what I do is I rip off the rear view mirrors so you can only look forward and then you start to become open because the reason people don't play small are just those things. It's fear. Their partner doesn't like them. They may, their friends not, may not like them. They don't know what to do, but going from a one to a hundred versus one to a thousand is just a strategy. It's just a strategy, right? And really for most people, I mean, I'm going to project here Sure. And you can let me know if this is inaccurate, but I just feel like most people play small. They're not playing at their potential. And how on earth can you play at your potential if you don't have some sort of framework for accountability? It doesn't actually have to be accountability from a session, but it has to be something with guardrails. Like even for me, like I had a personal training appointment today with, with my trainer and I could do this workout on my own. But I know I show up with more intensity. I know he mixes up some of the muscle movement. When I push it at the end in that last five minutes on the the hit routine, I really put a lot more into it. And so I know that he helps me play at my potential more than if I just show up on my own. And I'm still pretty disciplined. Like I still show up on my own and I still do it. But the intensity is not the same. Yeah, that's a very great distinction, Justin, because like human nature is to seek comfort. So, and I think most people don't realize they're playing at this level, but the way I like to describe it is we often will end up defaulting to the level of the problem. So we won't solve it until we go to the level of the solution, but the real level we want to play at is the level of our full potential and market conditions like right now, this year, 2023 and real estate and interest rates, you get people playing defense. They start thinking smaller and then they start to get even worse results. Because you can't get to this level of success and then go start hitting base hits. You've got to play at your level you're supposed to be at. So that's where people kind of get stuck right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I was talking to someone yesterday and they're like, I've got a really close friend who basically sat on the sidelines since 2015, I think. Robert Kiyosaki said there's going to be some huge crash. He was a huge Robert Kiyosaki fan and follower. And so he's been sitting on the sideline since I think 2015, not making a single move, not making a single investment. And by the way, like I'm not no judgment in this, but that's a defensive play, right? I'm going to I'm on defense. I'm afraid to maybe make moves or I need more information. And that individual missed out on seven years of some of the most tremendous growth and opportunity and potential that's out there. And my buddy who I was talking to that I met with at uh, Soho House yesterday, he's like, yeah, my net worth is like close to tripled, for sure doubled, close to tripled in that same time frame because I was playing offense. Yeah. You can score on defense, but it's much easier to score when you're on offense. Yeah. So how do you help someone get unstuck? I feel like you probably deal with a lot of people that are stuck in some way, shape, or form. And, And my experience is like, you kind of like have this upward motion And then at a certain point, you plateau for a while. And if you're not careful, you either stay in that plateau or you you decline. But hopefully you can kind of take that plateau and regame and recalculate and figure out the next incline. But a lot of people, I think they get stuck in the plateau and they get accustomed to like comfort. And how do you help them get unstuck? They got to set bigger goals. I've had a lot of guys who, because I'm a member of GoBundance, I coach a lot of guys who've had success and some of them get comfortable, but usually it becomes from setting goals too small. So there's, there's three goal setting questions I use. And my book is called Do the Impossible. And the impossible target, what the impossible really is, it's really an intuitive target. 
Because of what I realized from coaching over the past 10 years, if I ask somebody, what do I want? What do they want? They'll give me an answer that's based on past reference. Okay. If I ask them what's possible, they'll give me a different answer that's a little bit higher based on external reference. But if I ask them, what would be impossible for you to do in the next six months, but it would be a lot of fun to do anyway? You ask that question, they go silent. And then they say this answer that just shocks them to come out of their mouth. And then a minute, a few seconds later, they get excited because it's basically this intuitive gut target that's beyond there that inspires them to start playing at a higher level. So when people kind of get stagnant, it's like you got to start going bigger because that's where the excitement comes from. Yeah. Getting out of your head. Quit, quit thinking so logical, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are good at being logical. Luckily, our kids going to Ross and Saunders, I think they're going to think a lot more uh, intuitively than, than logical. Yeah. So that's going to be a blessing for them and a benefit. There is. And there's, well, there's two different types of goals, right? There's known goals, which you know how to do. And those are typically growing 10 to 20%. Then there's unknown goals. So what I teach people is have a known goal, but at the same time, operate from a mindset where the unknown is going to happen. You just don't know when. Mm. So that's way that's how, so that you're doing both. You occupy the thinking mind, but at the same time, you're open to those big opportunities. But because most people operate from the point of view that if they don't know how it's not possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And by the way, this is maybe a fun segue because you were just recently on Brandon Turner's podcast, uh, you and your wife yeah. on raising kids in an entrepreneurial family. And I would love to hear some of your thoughts there. We've got a lot of our listeners yeah. and those who watch us on, on YouTube that are, they have families, they're mothers and fathers, and a lot of them have entrepreneurial kids. Some of them as parents are not entrepreneurs. So that's, that's an interesting, almost contradiction, right? Uh, it's yeah. kind of like when you've played sports all your life and then you, your child doesn't play any sports. There's this big like, wait a minute, I thought I was going to be coaching my kids in, in sports. Yeah. Or maybe it's a flip-flop. You played no sports and your kids are incredible and you don't know how to coach them. Yeah. So I can see that. But we have a lot of parents that are entrepreneurial that tune in here as well. But I'd love to hear some of your thoughts around that. Yeah. My wife, Alexis, she has a master's degree in early childhood development. And I've developed I don't know how, but my path, I've learned how to align anybody in moments very quickly. That's my gift is, is with, with adults to align them, past trauma, income, all that stuff. That's what I do. And she does similar thing with, with kids and with parents as well. And so I kind of drug her along this entrepreneur journey over the past like 12 years. And we had six years of challenge and struggle. Like we were on food assistance at some point during the entrepreneur phases, you know, when it was really tough. And one of my biggest obstacles to becoming an entrepreneur was the financial mindset piece. That for me by far was the biggest thing because I grew up with, I can't, we can't afford it. I've had a job since I was 15. The summer of my freshman year in high school, my mom emptied out my bank account without telling me. Whoa, that's rough. And for the next 18 years, I had a belief that if, a belief that if I save money, it will be taken. And I literally didn't save a penny for 18 years. So I'm very open with my journey. But one of the things that I, in our family, that I've been really clear about is I didn't want my children to have any limited thinking about money. So even times when we were struggling financially, I have never said once out of my mouth, we can't afford it. They've never heard that word. So I've been teaching them that money is everywhere. And I hear a lot of men in the Go Abundance, they're like, do we give our money to our kids? And I'm like, the best thing I can do is to create a high financial mindset in them so that I don't have to pass mm -hmm. them anything. That's good. I try to share my lessons with them. I share the business. I talk about them. Dad's like, how much does that cost? I tell them, 
how much did you make today? I'm like, because I'm trying to remove the taboo and stuff around money. Yeah. Right. So from my point of view, it's a lot about openness about money and the things we do and, and alignment. It's okay. And my wife's from the point of view of like trying new things and, and really just She's probably one you should interview about this because she kind of holds together all the crazy stuff that I do. But it's almost like the family goes with you, right? And it, and you kind of have to build your own community because you are going to start to not align with everyone else as you're an entrepreneur. So finding entrepreneur families to be around is probably one of the best ways to do that. But really also being open because being an entrepreneur is an amazing journey. And I believe everybody's destined to be an entrepreneur. And part of that journey is the personal growth you have to go through to become the entrepreneur, which are some of the best lessons to teach your children anyway. Because I realized if I don't conquer this limited financial mindset piece, I'm going to pass it down to my children. So I kind of approach it like, which problems am I going to solve? So my, my kids can go focus on bigger problems. That's good. That's powerful. And by the way, just like peer group is one of the single most important things that we can focus on for us, for our development, for our growth. I think as parents, one of the most important things that we can do is facilitate the peer group that we want influencing our kids because they may not have the wisdom yet to select the right people, but we can help facilitate the people that we think have the right values are maybe heading in a direction that is something that that is in alignment with how we want to raise our kids, what we want them to learn, how we want them to see their, you know, what's shaping their worldview, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's why when seeking out other schools are really good. We were at Acton for a while. Us too. Which is with a more entrepreneurial space. And Austin's a great place because there's so many entrepreneur families out there. But I think the best way to be an entrepreneur family is to embrace it. It's a journey. You know, there's ups, there's downs. But you can always support the lemonade stands out front too. No doubt. So my friend recently, so there's a new company that's launching and I'm, I'm going to have Scott Donnell on the podcast here really soon, but he launched this company called Gravy Stack. And it is the best thing I have seen that exists for educating kids on money, finance, investing. It is so good. So I'm going to feature him, but that's something to, to check out for sure. And what an yeah. incredible tool, what an incredible time to be living in where we can actually teach the skill sets of entrepreneurship. We can teach the skill sets of investing and finances. We can teach all this stuff that we didn't learn. And in fact, it was almost like we were repelled from, in many instances, by parents with beliefs that were not good for them or for us. I hear so often people with parents that had limiting beliefs around money and being raised in a scarcity mindset around those things around finances, around what life could or should look like. And I'm a living example of that. Yeah. It's like becoming an entrepreneur. I became the outcast of my family, right? And that was just the path. But it's, it seems so much more common today. And it's a great time. Everybody can work from home. And most people don't realize how easy it is to start a business, right? Because to make a six-figure income, all you got to do is to get 10 people a week to give it $250. That's not that much, right? Right? That's not that much money. So, and I think most people just don't realize it's possible. And there's a whole thing about, you know, and the whole employees are just beaten down, right? And the whole, so it's creating a strong mindset is a financial mindset is requires you to be proactive and you have to go through all of the fears and beliefs that you grew up with that are in contradiction to grow through that. But that's where, 
mindset coaching makes the big difference. Because the simplest way to describe what mindset coaching, what I do, is I upgrade the version of you. And for example, a person can upgrade their mindset from themselves, from their business mindset, from version one to 10 over three years. And coaching, you can do it in one year. That's basically what mindset coaching does. New software update. New software update. Let's get to where we need to go. That's right. And let's do it in as quick of time as we can. Yeah, I like it. I think that's great. Yeah. I think a lot of what you stand for and what you do is amazing. It's powerful. I think people need coaching in their life. I think that there are different seasons of life where you get stuck and we need to get unstuck. But I also think just like the trajectory of the success or lack of success that I've had over the years on the professional side of things has had a direct relationship with the quality of coaching or lack of coaching that has been in my life. And I just know that there are people way smarter than me in, in so many areas of life. And if I'm not exposing myself to these ideas, to this mindset, to just a different way of thinking, I'm missing out. And I think that's important to recognize, like, what areas of your life does it really just take a small shift to have a large, long lasting effect? And who are the experts and world class at that thing? And then just hire them. That's the shortcut to success. Instead of making all the mistakes on your own and trial by error, just hire the people that are world-class, best in class at the thing that they do. It costs money, but those dollars then go towards shortening the learning curve. It goes towards a, a proven and tested program. And then in time, and sometimes it's very short order, you make that money back and you make a good return on that investment. Absolutely, right? And, and I like to think of it as like, Successful entrepreneurs have common traits on their team. Like they have mentors, right? A mentor is great because they can show you what's possible and they can also help you with strategies that you may not know how to do. And one thing I see a lot of times though is like like Brandon Turner, real estate mindset version 50. Yourself, Justin, investor mindset or 500, right? Brandon's real estate 500, your investor mindset 500. And if you get people at version 10, you're trying to give them version 500 software, it doesn't run on the 10. So mentors, strategies don't always work. And that's where you need a coach. Coach is one of the ways to help run those high level strategies. Then you need peer group or community. So those three pieces is really kind of like the massive key to success is you want all of those. And I think a lot of people isolate investing into the actual like tangible dollars that go into a tangible company. And then you have a tangible return on that investment. And I actually think the best investing that you can do is the investment in your own education and growing your own mindset in growing your peer group in growing like what you know, the systems that you operate life on and and business on, like that to me is foundationally the first place anyone and everyone should invest. Yeah, absolutely. And because especially with investing, if you're hitting the level of the most income you've ever made before, most people have an invisible ceiling there. So because you cannot out earn your financial mindset, you cannot. That's right. hundred percent. Jason, this has been awesome. I'd love for people to learn a little bit more about you and be able to connect with you. So where's the best place to find you, to find your book, to learn about your coaching program? Yeah, you can find me on my website or Instagram at Jason Dries Coaching. I also do a free Monday mindset reset call. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Central, I do a free 20-minute call to align your mindset for the week. You can go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up. 
Love it. That's awesome. Well, this has been a really fun episode. I love getting time learning from people that are world-class at the thing that they do. I think coaching is uh, just so incredibly important for people at every level of life. And especially for those that are stuck, especially for those that are at the beginning. But even for me, like I feel like there are areas of, of my life where I am nowhere close to as successful as I want to be. And then there are other areas of life where I feel like I've done pretty well and I still need coaching in those areas. Right. So I don't know that it ever ends. I think that it's part of the journey that the goalposts move. You want this desired result. Once you get that result, then you can think even bigger. You give yourself permission to dream bigger and then go achieve that next thing that previously you never thought was possible. Yeah, because there's an infinite number of levels. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Well, I love asking just my audience one final question as I wrap things up. So to those of you that are are watching this, to those of you that are listening, what is one thing that's holding you back from financial freedom, from living the life that you desired, that you learned from this episode and hearing Jason speak today, that you can implement to conquer that milestone, to achieve what it is that you want out of life. I'd love to hear about it. Email us so we can help support you. And I look forward to catching you all next week. Thanks for listening to the Lifestyle Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. You can also leave an honest rating and review over on iTunes. Not only do I read every single one, but it also helps me understand what content matters the most to our audience. And if you can think of one or two people who would benefit from this episode, would you mind sharing it with them right now? Who knows? Maybe they'll buy you something nice when they make their first million. If you would like access to today's show notes, including links to all resources mentioned, visit www.lifestyleinvestor.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next week for another episode of The Lifestyle Investor. This podcast is being made available exclusively to financially sophisticated, high net worth individuals capable of evaluating the merits and risks of investments. The material presented in this podcast is not intended to be investment advice or to recommend the purchase or sale of any security, nor is it intended to be legal, accounting, or tax advice. You should consult with your legal, tax, or financial advisor in connection with any material discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative nor a guarantee of future results. Certain materials discussed on this podcast may have been prepared by third parties, which have been obtained from sources that we believe to be accurate and current. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy, completeness, or currency of such materials.